0: Hey folks, welcome to the podcast. This is Reese's Peace episode sixteen. It is December fifteenth, about five forty p.m. here in Denver. Uh, so I'm sitting here in my standing desk, which is basically a really old uh, hand-me-down kitchen table that had legs that were basically four by fours at the top. So I just bought longer four by fours. Anyway, so I got my my standing desk here. I'm sitting in my like ultra high captain's chairs. Uh, chair, singular, um, uh, that I put, I got these wheels for it that actually elevate it. So before I was sitting here and I was like a child sitting, sitting at the kitchen table without a booster seat. And now I feel a little more grown up. <laughs> I'm at a, uh, more of a normal height relative to my desk, which is a lot easier on the typing and things when I'm actually sitting down. Um, I, I realize the point of the standing desk is to stand, but, um, Every once in a while, I gotta sit down. My knees give me some trouble uh, from time to time, and uh, I've been kind of nursing some pain. So, anyway, <clears throat> just kind of setting the scene for you there. I'm, I'm sitting in front of my uh, my computer here. I got my two monitors and my laptop, and it, it's kind of like a crazy techie-looking scene. And and now I even have my microphone on this articulating arm, uh, which I will say uh, read the fine print, just because. The, the arm has like two major pivot points, like one major pivot point at the base where it kind of clamps onto the edge of the table and then one kind of in the middle. And then obviously the microphone at the very end kind of pivots as well. But anyway, so the, because it's a linkage system, which, you know, as an engineer, I should know better. But um, because it's a linkage system, the uh, bottom pivot and the center pivot kind of have to go uh, hand in hand. So you can't really like r- move them independently because of the bar linkage system. Uh, so anyway, it, it, it limits the, the motion of the thing, but uh, it works pretty well, it's uh, inexpensive. So uh, I'm not gonna do anything about it. I also got a little foamy thing for the tip of the microphone that makes it look like a penis, but it blocks out a lot of those little tongue slaps and things like that. So um, yeah, pretty good. So as I mentioned, it is December 15th. It's the middle of December already. People cannot believe this. Uh, Alyssa is still at work uh, finishing the last few days of her rotation where she works at the hospital downtown where it's like a really long commute and it's been kind of hellish for her. Um, So she's getting pretty well done with that. This last weekend, she had three days off, which was freaking amazing. Like, I, I mean, I got into doctor stuff a little bit, but what a lot of you may not know about doctor schedules is, at least for my wife, two days off is pretty rare, let alone three days is pretty insane, especially when it's not around holiday. So um, anyway, I took Monday off yesterday and um, we ended up going skiing. So that was that was pretty cool. We had planned on going skiing on Sunday because uh, Alyssa wanted to... She wanted to have Saturday to sleep in and kind of recover from the past week. Sunday, we would ski, and then Monday would be another recovery day after skiing and all that. And then um, I got sick uh, on Sunday night. It's my own fault. Uh, felt like an idiot all over again. And for some of my listeners out there, actually one listener in particular, Josh Dewey, you'll probably remember a particular occasion similar to this. Uh, and this was uh again, like another repeat of that or the giant pool of puke, so um probably not gonna be eating any egg burritos for a while, a little bit scarred from throwing that up um, yeah, so that was not great anyway, kind of wrecked our plans for um Sunday. I take that back i got i got <clears throat> I got myself sick Saturday night, so Sunday was a recovery day. Alyssa was nice enough to give me a recovery day and then we went skiing the next day. So um it was a good weekend. Felt really stupid, really embarrassing. Uh as a grown ass man doing that to myself and um yeah. So not gonna do that again if I can help it out there. Okay. Uh so what else is going on? It's now Tuesday. Um Looking forward to the Christmas holiday. I am kind of bummed, though. I was just letting, um, well, I haven't completely told everybody, but my my two Josh buddies that I was going to meet up with while I was in town because uh, Alyssa and I are going back to California. We were going to meet up with my two Josh buddies and then in, in talks with the wife, you know, just because we were hesitant about even making the trip. We decided that we need to limit our exposure as much as possible, so I'm not actually going to see my two buddies, Josh two Josh buddies, two buddies, Josh, either way. Um, So not going to see either of them, which is unfortunate, but uh, luckily I I have been back to California a couple of times this year already. So it's been good. I got to see him those couple of times, and um, yeah, we had a good time. I even got to guest spot on Josh Dewey's podcast of What Do We Do, so that kind of spurred me on here. And that reminds me, uh, I have recently made – Um, connection with, uh, Josh Blevins of, um, God, what is this podcast called? Am I just angry? Right. So, uh, the two Josh's, Josh Dewey and Josh Blevins, um, otherwise known as tall Josh. He, um, so they're both on SoundCloud. So if you happen to want to listen to any of their stuff that's on SoundCloud, if you're interested, um, so just giving them a shout out, but, um, yeah, so Josh, uh, Tall Josh, has been doing a lot of video stuff lately, and so I, I made a comment on one of his videos of the video software that I use, which is actually the video software that I use to edit my podcast here, so um, it's handy for that. Uh, anyway, so he gave me a call, and, and um, so we got to chatting about that, and um, yeah, it's nice It's nice to make a connection, you know, like I, I don't know the guy. Uh, you know, except through his podcasts and stuff, and and now talking on the phone. So it's uh, it's kind of cool, you know. I, I like meeting people that way that have common interests, and uh, I'm not much of a networker. So this is this was something completely different than networking. It's just you know, you meet somebody through somebody else. You have some knowledge about something that can help somebody out, and I am more than willing to help somebody out with with any knowledge that I have because I don't have that much. And I would love it if other people would share theirs with me if I'm in that situation. So anyway, that was cool. Um, good to meet you, Josh, over the phone if you're listening. And uh, yeah, good luck with the videos. I know the video editing is, it's something. So um, yeah, anyway, uh, another thing that's that's uh, kind of going on, and, and I I think this is a conspiracy, an electronics conspiracy. I think a lot of people will relate to this. And there's actually been, I think, a lawsuit uh, against Apple for this of, of like throttling older phones. But anyway, I've had a, a PlayStation four for about four or five, five years now, uh, about around Christmas time, I guess it'll be about five years. And um, recently, uh, probably about a week and a half ago, I I fire out the PlayStation, you know, you grab the, you grab the controller and you just hit the PlayStation button and it turns it on. Right. But it didn't turn on. Uh, so I turn on the TV and the soundbar and the PlayStation didn't come on. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's weird. So I plug it in, but it, I also thought that was weird because I had plugged it in and charged it the previous night. And I don't usually have to do that two nights in a row. You know, I can usually watch TV on it for quite a while. You know, that's what we do. We watch Netflix and YouTube and stuff through the PlayStation. It's kind of just like our, uh, like our Amazon fire stick or, or, or one of those streaming, uh, media things basically. which also doubles as a sweet video game system. So anyway, um, the battery was dead. So I turn on, I turn on, well, I plug it in and once I plugged it in, I was able to turn on the PlayStation and then I go to the menu and I click through the menu and I go to Netflix or YouTube or whatever it happened to have been that one time. And once I get into either Netflix or YouTube, I can't control anything like the, The select button and the navigation buttons don't work at all. The only thing I can do is hit the PlayStation button, which brings me back to the main menu. So I don't know what has happened. I finally figured out uh, a way around that. Basically, once you go into that app, you have to turn the the controller off and then turn it back on while you're in the app, and then you're able to navigate around. So I think this is a conspiracy to get you to buy a new PlayStation because the PlayStation 5 just came out. So I think it's probably a software update that... um, accidentally i'm putting that in quotes accidentally did this that is causing issues i was i was able to find this actually in a couple of forums a few years back so i could be wrong um this could just be like a random occurrence but also people have said that replacing their controller didn't do anything anyway so i don't know just a weird thing that happened and uh found a workaround. So I'm going to make it work. Um, I'm not all that keen on getting a new game system right now. Cause I really like the games that I have, even though I play them like once a year, I still really like them. And so I don't want to have to buy new ones. And anyway, most, most new game systems are not backwards compatible. So, all right, moving on from that, that boring event in my life right there. Um, yeah. So, um, I was thinking of, of some like COVID related things, you know, because it, obviously it's it's on most people's minds still these days or uh, maybe just mine because Alyssa deals with it so regularly. But anyway, um, I was thinking about like the side effects of COVID. And so like one of the things that I thought about was obviously the environment, because when the stay at home orders were first put in place, I don't know if you all saw it, but there was a tremendous decrease in pollution uh, and just greenhouse gas emissions over cities, you know, like they show those like heat maps of greenhouse gas emissions over major cities. And that was like, there was like a huge reduction during that time, which is pretty amazing. That's gonna, that's gonna provide some pretty, pretty sweet data for science to, um, I don't know, who knows what they'll do with it, but it's just, it's just really interesting. I think it's really interesting. But another thing that I'm sure I'm not original in this, and and I think I've even heard that there are memes about this, but COVID babies, like there are a lot of uh, a lot of Alyssa's coworkers who happen to be getting pregnant. Uh, well, are pregnant already um, around this time, and, and it's not totally unusual because uh, you know most people in her profession are kind of at this age. You know, her her coworkers are at this age where this is when most people are having kids. But um, just the concept of like. You know, people are staying home, you know, they're working from home, they're they've got maybe nothing to do, they're they're stuck with the people that they they've got in their own household, and there's gonna be like a baby boom after this, I'm suspecting. And I, I I think that's a pretty reasonable conclusion to come to that there's gonna be a lot of COVID babies. So that should be really interesting seeing how the population kind of grows in response to this, or or just like the birth rate you know, anywhere from like six to nine months from now, how that's going to be depending also on, on how much longer any, uh, stay at home orders are. Um, so just another couple of funny COVID things that I, that I was thinking about and talking about with Alyssa, she actually came up with this one. Uh, you know, you know, if you've ever read through like the textbook in your history class or anything in a history class where they talked about like, uh, BC or BCE, basically timing, um, before the common era is BCE and before Christ is BC. Um, so Alyssa came up with uh, BC, you know, a, another, um, basically the same acronym, but a different meaning b- b- before COVID. So before BC or BCE, before COVID or before the COVID era, um, you know, we we very well might in the future be talking about how things were different, you know, before COVID, BC, like like 2020 could be the first year of post COVID. I don't know, whatever you would call that. Um, I don't. I don't even know what AD stands for. It's probably some Latin word. Anyway, thought that was pretty funny. And then uh, Alyssa and I were going to get a Papa Murphy's pizza the other day, and uh, I was just thinking about you know the the uh, the image, the funny image, basically of of you know how burglars and and People who would break into convenience stores and things used to wear masks, right? And and they would go go into these stores with masks on to conceal their identity and to look more menacing and that type of thing. And then I just thought, how funny, I mean, you know, it's a funny thought experiment, essentially, obviously wouldn't like for this to happen, but um, just what, what this might look like in a post-COVID era where you know, everybody wears masks nowadays. So like everybody's identity is somewhat concealed. So what does that look like? And what I imagine this to look like is somebody going into a store without a mask and people being like, oh no, you know, like that's basically their weapon, right? Oh no, you're not wearing a mask. Oh, take whatever you want type of thing. And I just thought, I thought that was just kind of a funny image. I'm sure that there have been jokes about this. I, Again, I this was an original thought that I had without any external stimulus. So in that sense, uh, I think it's pretty original. But um, like I said, I'm sure somebody else has arrived at this and made a, a meme or or some SNL skit or something related to this. So that's been kind of interesting. Um, so on our uh, our ski trip, uh, we drove all the way out to Vale. So it's like a two hour drive both ways, um, and. Uh, so I thought we could take this opportunity to listen to some podcasts, you know, because I listened to a lot of podcasts and I thought maybe Alyssa would like to listen to, to some. I was wrong. She doesn't really seem to be interested in at least the ones that I had picked out. So that was kind of a bummer, but we did listen to a few and, um, it was all right. Um, uh, we listened to one about, uh, sexting, uh, during the, during the pandemic basically, which is, um you know, it's now becoming like a, a real thing, you know, people, people do this seriously, because, you know, we're isolated and all that. So that was, that was pretty interesting to hear, you know, just a change in in relationship culture, you know, doing dates virtually and that type of thing. So that's pretty interesting. Um, but anyway, like, listening to podcasts, I, I realized in listening to podcasts that, um they they use some of these acronyms, you know, they use an acronym, uh, PSA, right. And a lot of people know what that means. If you don't, it, it means uh public service announcement. I think I've even used that. So that's usually like, you know, like my recycling meth, uh, episode. I think I, I probably said public service announcement. Like this is kind of like my <clears throat> request or basically my announcement to folks. Like, these are your options for recycling, and these are some things you should know about it. Anyway, so that's what a PSA is, right? But on Stuff You Should Know, I, this podcast that I listen to pretty regularly, um, they use this term COA, and I, I kind of just took it to mean synonymously um, uh, the same thing as PSA, but uh, I always kind of wanted to know what it meant. And uh, in one of their podcasts, you know, you know, after listening to so many by the same guys, you start to pick up on the little in-jokes that they have and things like that. And so they they say COA several times. And it, in context, it almost sounds as if like they're prefacing uh, whatever it is they're about to say with this, quote, COA, that um, they're basically warning you. And so um, what I have discovered this to mean, uh, without having looked it up or anything, is cover our asses. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. So like at the beginning of an episode that they'll do, cause it's a family oriented podcast, right? But it's really interesting. So don't let the family orientation type of thing deter you if, uh, if you're thinking that, but anyway, um, the, uh, the COA, they would give a COA at the beginning of a podcast episode that was maybe not totally family friendly. So, um, I guess it kind of, in one episode, I guess they just kind of alluded to what coa meant maybe they said cover hour or something like that and anyway so kind of picked that up which is interesting but uh, another interesting thing about podcasts that i realized is that i've listened to these same guys for so long now and i shouldn't say so long i've just listened to so many of their podcasts that i am now starting to listen to more of their podcasts that are topics that i wouldn't normally be interested in and the reason that i listen is because I know that these guys present the information in a very interesting way. And I am willing to give it a shot just because, you know, in all honesty, I kind of just like having the sound in the background. I like to listen to actually what's going on and I probably retain, I don't know, somewhere less than 50% of it. But the gist of the message, I, I like to pay attention for. And I, you know, I try not to do other brain demanding tasks while I'm listening. So it's still really interesting and I really like doing it. Um, but yeah, I'm listening to all these weird things and, and, um, honestly, like it gives me a lot to talk about. Like I can, I can usually have something to contribute to a a conversation, but I guess what I'm realizing is that I have to stop saying, oh, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day because like. (laughs) <laughs> At this point, it's kind of like, ah, oh, we don't really care where you heard it. We we know that you probably heard it from a podcast because that's all you do nowadays is, is probably what Alyssa and her family are thinking. But um, a lot of interesting things. I learned a lot of interesting things on podcasts, man. It's, um, it's good stuff. You know, I, a lot of random stuff. I'm even starting to listen to – I'm breaking myself in easy here because this is tough. But um, I'm starting to listen to these podcasts that are feminist podcasts um, uh, to – Two ladies that host a podcast, and I honestly I don't even know their names. Uh, it's Kristen and one other, and I, I forget what her name is. But um, I've only listened to a couple of them. But like I said, I'm breaking myself in easy to this because uh, it's not easy to listen to. You know, it's not uh, they don't present it in the same upbeat way. And I think you know, generally speaking, I I have the ingrained bias and sexism that uh, you know maybe a lot of us have. I shouldn't speak for everybody. I think I have that. And so it makes it hard for me to listen to women podcasters for that reason. I'm just hypothesizing here. I'm not a misogynist by any means, but uh, I am recognizing that I am reluctant to listen to these podcasts. Maybe it's the topics, maybe not, but they're pretty interesting. And they present it from a female point of view, which is obviously something that I can't understand being a man, but uh, I would like to understand and like to try to understand. So that's been pretty interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Um, I forget what their podcast is called, but their logo is like a big middle finger with like a ring and, and nails. So it's like, you can tell that it's a woman's hand giving the middle finger. Uh, Oh, it's called, uh, unladylike. I think it's just unladylike, but they talk about a lot of really interesting stuff. And, um, it's, it's not all like my style and it's definitely a different style than the other podcasts I listen to. So maybe that's it. I just got used to one style, but um, I do listen to theirs every once in a while because it's it's interesting. Again, it's it's good to hear it from other people's perspective, even if it's something some opinion or something that you don't necessarily agree with. But generally, that's not the case. They present these arguments so well, and and it's not usually arguments. It's usually just presenting facts. But their um, their method is usually interviewing, and uh, I've noticed that that has like a lot of cuts and like splices of audio where like I can't tell. If they're kind of like breaking the fourth wall and talking to me, the audience, or if they are talking to the person they're interviewing, it's very tough in podcast land because, you know, two lady hosts, and then usually they have a lady um, that they're interviewing. And so it makes it kind of difficult to tell what exactly is going on. But the information is really good. And like I said, it helps me see things from a different perspective. So that's been interesting. Speaking of a different perspective, um, Alyssa and I generally watch TV together these days, you know, I I changed my my schedule around from previous rest days where I would wake up at like two thirty in the morning and work out. Um, but anyway, now I spend a lot more time with the wife in the evening time, so it's been nice. Um, and uh, one of the things that that means is that Alyssa and I now have a lot more time to like sit down and watch TV together if we're not like talking about our days or whatever. And uh, we really struggle to find things that we both like to watch. So. Oftentimes one of us will end up compromising and we'll watch a movie that the other doesn't really want to watch all that much. Or, um, what we up until recently have discovered is that stand-up comedy is usually fairly safe. And there's a lot of stuff on Netflix, like comedy, uh, up specials and things like that. And they even do like a round Robin type of thing where they'll do like one venue and they'll have a bunch of different comics come in. But anyway, so we've been listening, we've been listening to a lot of comics lately and, um, probably too much and it's starting to get a little old and we're definitely starting to like generate some kind of a preference for the type of comedy i mean everybody we had it we had preferences for the type of comedy that we liked to begin with but what we're kind of realizing is that white heterosexual men comics are not usually as interesting to listen to and their topics are usually not very interesting to listen to when compared to literally any other demographic of comic. <clears throat> and so like you'll get you get guys like Chris coming on there and, and talking about like, Oh, how long a flight is to Australia or um, the guy from letter Kenny uh, who plays squirrely Dan. Uh, he came on there and he was bitching about people bringing their dogs into home Depot and bringing their dogs everywhere they go. Like, uh, you know it's 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 just not that interesting anymore some uh heterosexual white male comics can present um some interesting things and it's pretty funny uh a lot of it is comments on you know sexism and things like that which i i think is probably the root of it but anyway like the uh the other demographics of comics tend to be a lot more interesting and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say like This is always the case because you will always have exceptions and I don't even think it's a general rule, but, um, they just, uh, the other groups have more to talk about because they, you know, they are just, uh, they're not, they're discriminated against more. Even if you're like a white woman, I don't even know how the hierarchy goes, but it's like as a white man, generally speaking, you don't have a lot of hardship to talk about. And it's not like hardship is what comedy is really made of, but oftentimes it can be. And it, it can be used as a lesson. And uh, white guys just talk about the most useless shit <laughs> and uh, most of the time, I should say. And the other groups, generally, they have a lot more to offer. So I, I just kind of realized that. Um, maybe it's just a sign of the times. Uh, I, I felt a lot more like philosophical and uh, pensive. I mean... P- People say that pensive has like a, a a bluesy connotation. That's not at all what I mean. I just mean like thoughtful, like thinking about things a lot. So anyway, like I said, sign of the times. Uh, I also watched V for Vendetta recently, which like could be like another sign of the times. Um, if you haven't watched that, I highly recommend it. Pretty interesting. Uh, very, it's action packed. It's got a good message. It's got some twists, and um, yeah, it's really good. So. Um, yeah, like I said, sign of the times, very interesting times that we're in. I'm sure I don't have to explain to you, but what, what I have come out of these times with is, uh, um, well, like I'm listening to a lot more podcasts. And so I'm thinking about a lot of things and, and because of the things that are in the media, unfortunately, man, I despise the media, but, um, people, things that are in the media and I should, I should be in the know, but, uh. Facebook, uh, you know, I only get those things secondhand through Alyssa because I'm not really on there. And other people, and and you know, other news outlet things that pop up in in my uh, YouTube feed and and whatever other people are like talking about. And I don't encounter that many people, but just like the events that come up when we're talking with family members and things like that. It's it's uh it's interesting. And and one thing that I've come out of this is just a lot more like motivation to consider all sides. I've kind of always been a little bit stuck in the middle when it comes to like picking sides, but this time I'm like, like really thinking through like what's going on with all sides, even sides that like is really easy to go against. I'm thinking like, you know, what could possibly have been the logical, rational motivations for whatever this side wants. Um, So that's been really interesting. And just another comment, um, I've seen a lot in the news and things just about, um, well, not really in the news, I guess the news that pops up in my Facebook, not Facebook, but YouTube feed and, and what you see like below the YouTube or man, get my words all mixed up here below the like Google homepage. Like when I create a new tab in my phone, uh, cause I'm going to search for something and then there's like a bit of news below it. There's all this stuff. And then I see these videos on YouTube, but anyway, there's, like, a lot of states and, and uh, government officials and things that supported uh, Donald Trump trying to, like, overturn the election results. And, like, it's it's going big. Like, it went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And I was just thinking to myself, like, you know, I don't remember this ever happening in the future that people, people being just so, um, so bent out of shape about the results of the election that they're, like, going to lengths, like, prominent political figures going to lengths. I shouldn't say that. But, like... Political figures of states, you know, people's governors and and things like that is is what I think that I'm seeing are are trying to get these election results overturned by throwing out votes or this and that and like part of me is just like man like what what gives are these people onto something what do they know that I don't know like why are they fighting so hard for this and uh, I don't know um, I'm really curious about that and another thing that I've realized is. I pose all these questions and I I have all these questions because I I truly want to know. It fascinates me to know why people think the way they think, why they want what they want, things like that. And uh, what I have realized is uh, sitting here in my high chair at my desk, wondering why people think things is probably not much better than uh, the people who go and post on the internet. Uh, why other people think the way they think. And um, so I'm not going to propose why they think the way they think. I'm just really curious about it. I'm just kind of going to throw this out there to the collective internet of of my audience, whatever that happens to be. Like, I'm curious about this. I'm curious about a lot of things. I really like to know these things. And, uh, you know, I guess the best way for me to find out is to go out and ask people this. But you know, it's hard to collectively ask a whole group of people like, why are you fighting so hard for this? What's, um, what's your motivation type of thing? Um, so just kind of tough again, another just, uh, thoughtful ramblings, you know, things that run, ramble around in my brain. So yeah, so this has been kind of like a mashup of uh, random stuff that's been going on in my life. I guess it's been over a week. I think since I, I recorded the last one on recycling, which to be fair, to be fair, was uh probably pretty boring for some of my listeners but um I don't know I thought it was good information for some of them to have so anyway uh that's what's going on in the world of Reese these days Uh, Alyssa just texted me a little while ago and she's going to be headed home so um, I'm just going to wrap this up we're uh we're right about 30 minutes here so this is a good time to stop uh anyway um wherever you are wherever you're up to um I hope you're having a good time a good day Uh, a good end of 2020, and yeah, I will catch you all on the next one. Be good!